Welcome to the Dr. Connect podcast, the home for open conversations, where top experts share their experiences and empower you with transformative education around cancer, health, wellness, and medical technology. If you're looking for better health, global partnership, and want to make a social impact, you've come to the right place. From sacrifice to celebration and the answers on how to turn your life around, please welcome your host, medical oncologist, Dr. Ludmilla Schaefer. Welcome to the Dr. Connect Show, the home for open conversations where top experts share their experiences and empower you with transformative education around cancer, health, wellness, and medical technology. I'm your host, Dr. Ludmila Schaefer, medical oncologist, and I'm so excited to bring in my years of experience to the podcast and television world. I've conducted a number of interviews and found out that many people share that they have given up on the American dream because the road to success is too dumpy. Life is unpredictable and challenging, especially in the past few years. And defeat and fear keeps people from fulfilling goals they know they will help themselves, but more importantly, make a difference in the lives of others. Have you ever thought of sharing your story to help others? Maybe there is the other side of your occupation or experience that people don't know, but would find out very useful once they hear your story. Thank you to all of you who connected with me through my book, The Other Side of Oncology, High-Octane Observations from the Medical Front. The Other Side of Oncology documents the victories, courage, and bravery taking place every day in our clinics and hospitals, even in the midst of tremendous hardship. And it helps connect the dots, making the path easier to navigate for all patients and caregivers. When my book, The Other Side of Oncology, was released, I could never have imagined that it would become a number one bestseller in eight categories, including healthcare delivery, oncology, medical administration and policy, physician and patient, and chemotherapy. Writing a book is a process. Just like everything else we do, it requires time, effort, and work. Many people feel guilty when they take a vacation because it puts pressure on the organization, clients, colleagues. But we know taking a holiday is so beneficial for both mind and body. And if you are one of the 30 people that don't feel guilty taking vacation, you still come back to a lot of work being on hold. Just admit it to yourself. I used to feel guilty too until I discovered that there is a way to take a vacation and not feel guilty. The answer is a vacation in combination with business. And I'm organizing a retreat in Cyprus on Mediterranean Ocean. Very affordable, rejuvenating and empowering. The time you spend in Cyprus is to advance your company, organization, your business, banishing the stress of a hectic daily life and a high-pressure job. 
you spend time on stunning beaches, many of which rank among the best in Europe, have the most delicious food, go to a world-class spa, learn real estate options, and bring home valuable content to grow your organization, clients, and your business. Imagine next February 2023 in the midst of winter, but you are warming yourself in the sunshine that brightens your mood and gives your business opportunities. Cyprus is the perfect paradise that will exceed your expectations and make all your holiday dreams come true with advancing your business. Cyprus is suitable for business people who prefer to know the measure of entertainment and recreation. And if you are looking for a better health global partnership and want to make a social impact, you've come to the right place. From sacrifice to a celebration and the answers on how to turn your life around. You can also find our interviews on the podcast. So listen, watch, give a rating and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you like our show, subscribe and comment what you like about the show and go to the website, thedoctorconnect.org and click the button, submit the question. You can either submit your question or if you want to share your medical journey of health, wellness, simply type, I want to share and we will reach out to you. And if you are in healthcare and want to make a legacy through your expertise or passion, you can schedule a free consultation call on National Impact Strategy. Whether you are a clinician, researcher, entrepreneur, mentor, working in the industry, leadership, you will gain tools how to spread awareness of your expertise. Diabetes rates are rising in young people. Early detection and treatment in children and teenagers can improve their health and wellness throughout life. Type 1 diabetes is much more common in young people than type 2 diabetes. However, the rates of both types in young people are increasing. Type 1 diabetes in children, previously called juvenile diabetes, occurred when the pancreas is unable to produce insulin. And without insulin, sugar cannot travel from the blood into the cells and then high blood sugar level can occur. People can develop type 1 diabetes at any age, from early childhood to adulthood, but the average age at diagnosis is 13 years. An estimated 85% of all type 1 diagnosis takes place in people aged under 20 years. Treatment involves lifelong insulin use and blood sugar monitoring, as well as diet and exercise management to help keep blood sugar level within the target range. Diet plays a role in the gut microbiome as well. In addition, a new diagnosis causes trauma. How to manage diabetes? Learn about gut microbiome. How to deal with emotional, physical, and financial trauma at the time of the diagnosis. I have invited a very special guest, Dr. Hiba Ismail, is a double board certified pediatrician and pediatric endocrinologist, researcher at Indiana University. She helps patients with diabetes 
in her practice and studies type 1 diabetes and the microbiome. She runs several clinical trials to improve diabetes management as well as to prevent disease development. She is also a health education blogger, and the name of her blog is eatyourgreenbananas.com. With that, let's welcome Dr. Hiba Ismail. Welcome, Dr. Ismail. We are so excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Schaefer, for having me. Thank you for joining. I was just telling all audience that diagnosis at any time in our life, either in the childhood or adulthood, it's always so stressful. And I'm so much looking forward today to learn from you about diabetes, microbiome, trauma. And before we start, can you tell us about yourself? Yeah, thank you. So in my 18 years of experience as a pediatric endocrinologist and a researcher, I've seen and managed thousands of patients with diabetes, whether it's type 1 or type 2, and actually in different parts of the world. And being a person who developed type 1 diabetes at a young age, I feel like I can relate to those individuals and their families. And so I've dedicated my career to helping those individuals and families, as well as researching the disease to find a cure. Sorry to hear about that diabetes diagnosis. It is very stressful and diabetes, what I understand, it's common about in one out of 10 Americans. Is that correct? Yes, yes. So unfortunately, about 35 million Americans have diabetes now, and that's a combination of type 1 and type 2 diabetes. And about almost 2 million of those have type 1 diabetes, of which 250,000 are children. And it's expected to continue to rise. That number is supposed to increase also over time. And then when you come to look at the healthcare expenditure, it's almost $350 billion spent a year on diabetes-related medications, as well as loss of productivity related to having the disease. And so there's a lot that needs to be done in terms of helping those individuals overcome the trauma, overcome feelings stuck and helping them reach their full potential. And I was listening to you, I almost had a goosebumps because when you mentioned about children, you know, we all know that when we look at the general statistics, we think, well, diabetes rare, it's in children. Most of the time it starts at teenagers, you know, 13, 14 years old, adults. But I always tell patients and in my field, you know, I'm an oncologist, but even if it's only 1%, when it's your percent, it's a 100%. And it's a, such a trauma. And I can't even imagine when, you know, as a parent in a little child, you have either it's a sore throat, you know, some cut or especially diabetes or any other diagnosis. It's so much trauma. So how to deal with this trauma when it's first shock, first diagnosis, first response, how to cope with this? Yes, thank you for bringing that up. So yeah, I see that in my practice almost every day. New diagnosis, very traumatic. And I think from my own experience, the best approach is after you've gone through the grief, because there is a grief process that, you know, with any life-changing event that you go through, that after that, you really have to try to discover the benefits of the trauma. So for example, with a diabetes diagnosis or 
any life-changing event, try to take a step outside and look at the situation as you would if you were your best friend or a family member that cares about you. What would they tell you about the benefits of that situation? Because there is a benefit to every trauma. If you look at it that way, you know, life happens for you, not to you. And you have to think, what is this trying to tell me, right? So for example, with a diagnosis of diabetes, as you know, whether it's type one or type two, you have to have a healthy lifestyle, right? You have to exercise regularly. You have to make healthy food choices and healthy choices in general, right? So maybe the diagnosis is telling you, I need to have a healthy lifestyle. Maybe in my situation, situation, the diagnosis is telling me I need to help individuals with diabetes like me. Other life traumatic experiences, for example, divorce, maybe it's teaching you about healthy relationships or financial literacy. You know, it's just important to first take that step out and look at the situation as someone else. What would they tell you so that you can remove yourself from the emotions? And the point that you brought up to remove yourself from the emotions, it's so complicated. It's so difficult. So where do I start? Yeah, so very good point. So, you know, one good way to look at those experiences would be to look at them as if you're checking your rear view mirror, as if you're driving. So I like to think of that analogy because, you know, past experiences are always going to be there in the past. But as you're driving through life and the journey that you have in life, if you keep your eyes stuck on the rear view mirror, you can't move forward. You're going to crash, right? So you have to check check your rear view mirror to learn from those experiences and just check your surroundings so that you can move forward past the experiences, right? So sometimes it is by setting a goal, ask yourself, do I have any goals? What are my goals, right? What wakes me up in the morning so that you can keep your eyes on the road, but check your rear view mirror for those experiences that you can learn from. And now we got diagnosis. And we have trauma. And what is the next step? You got the diagnosis. You got over first response, first shock. You have your plan. You have maybe medications. And it might be applicable not only to diabetes, but other diagnoses. So what's next? A lot of times the first adrenaline rush and we respond so well and we go to the appointment, we follow directions. And then at some point, it's like lapse. What's next? Yeah. So I think it's probably the best approach would be to ask yourself the question, do you feel stuck? And if you feel stuck, then perhaps you need to shift gears. Again, continuing the analogy of driving through, you know, your journey of diagnosis or your journey in life. So shift gears, maybe it's a mindset shift. So perhaps, you know, for example, bringing that back to clinic, Someone's tried different things to achieve their, their, um, glucose levels that they want, but it's not working. So maybe it's time to try something new and shift gears. If it's trauma related, you've tried to overcome it, different approaches. Maybe you need to shift gears and shift that mindset to try something new or a new approach. Maybe you need help. You need support, right? Someone needs to hold your hand during the process. It's important to just think about it and see what's worked. And if it's not working, then it's time to change. 
So speaking of some of those tools, when you see patient in the clinic, what exactly steps you tell? Let's say we are one-on-one and they take this notebook and they are about to write down all important information. Can you walk us through kind of one, two, three? What can we do at home? Right. Great point. So, you know, when they first come, we look at all the glucose data that they bring in with them, whether it's in a logbook or from a meter or a sensor, and we look for trends. So again, if you want to think about that checking that rear view mirror, we're checking what's happened in the past to help inform us of what decision to make for the future. It's important to look for trends when looking at diabetes management. What are the major advances we see right now in the past few years or maybe decade? Yeah, absolutely. So now we have, you know, the glucose sensors that measure the sugar in the fluid under the skin, what we call interstitial fluid, and gives you glucose readings every few minutes. That's a major advancement instead of poking our fingers. You know, instead of the shots, there was insulin pens at a time was an advancement. And now we have insulin pumps. And more so, we have two insulin pumps on the market that actually read the sensor information and have this closed loop system of feedback between the insulin pump to give insulin or draw back some insulin based on the readings of sugar. So there's a lot of advancements now in that area. I do hope people have less trauma. Sometimes I don't know if those devices actually brings more trauma or less trauma. That's very true. And that's why I think it's important to not forget the psychological aspect of trauma, but also of the individual, right? Each individual has their own life stressors, and they bring that with them when they come to clinics. It's important to have that comprehensive view of everything going on with them. And coming back, Dr. Ismail, full circle to trauma, can you tell us more about how to cope what else we can do. Sometimes when we have any stress or immediate kind of trauma or unexpected situation when we don't know how to act, react. And some patients tell me we go with our gut feeling. (laughs) And sometimes in the past, uh, we thought that this is some sort of voodoo, but actually nowadays there is a proven research. Can you walk us through a little bit about gut feeling? Absolutely. I'm so glad you bring that up. So gut feelings, it's important to first make the distinction between gut feelings and emotions, right? So gut feelings are those like manifestations or symptoms, physiologic symptoms that we get when we encounter a situation that we're not sure what to do about. And sometimes, you know, your gut feeling is telling you something and your thoughts are telling you something else. But it's also important that you nurture that gut feeling and understand it better because sometimes you might have stress or anxiety that is telling you not to do something or do something differently. And you might confuse that with your gut feeling. So neuroscientists actually call this gut feeling your second brain. And that's because there's all these intricate nerves and neurons around our intestines that give us those symptoms whenever, you know, we're not feeling something is right for us. And so it's important to understand that and make that differentiation and discern your emotions and your thoughts from that gut nagging feeling that is telling you to do something differently. 
your description about gut feeling also made me to think about hard feelings. <laughs> and can you tell us about what's the difference in a gut feeling and a heart feeling, the things that we are taking from ancient medicine, but bringing to pathophysiology nowadays? Right. So it's actually interesting that scientists found that there are some what we call epigenetic changes. So, you know, we have our genes, we have our DNA that doesn't change. But there are certain environmental things that happen that can turn on and off your genes. Can you tell us what is it? Epigenetic? Epigenetic. Uh, No, but what for the audience? Epigenetic changes are things that happen to your genes to make them turn on or off. So work or not work, right? So our genes do not change. Our DNA does not change. But there's actually also related to gut feelings and emotion and trauma, there's these transgenerational. So from our ancestors, they may have gone through certain life experiences that taught them something that caused the genes to be working differently. So turned on or off, right, the epigenetic change. And that might be what they're trying to teach you, that gut feeling you're getting. But also know that they may have gone through a lot of trauma that's causing anxiety that you're also feeling. So it's a really fascinating thing that we're learning about right now. What's also very interesting is that we're learning also about the gut microbiome. The gut microbiome is all the germs and bugs in our intestines. And we're learning that they can actually cause some epigenetic changes. So modify how the genes are working through the nervous system, through this particular nerve called the vagus nerve, and they may be contributing to our gut feelings as well. So much valuable information. And so now we know about diabetes, how to cope with the trauma, or maybe any diagnosis. Any diagnosis, it's so important for the parents, especially it's so stressful when children get a new diagnosis. And the gut feeling and heart feeling. Is there anything else, Dr. Ismail, you would like to share with our audience from your experience? No, I think there's a lot to be learned about diabetes and trauma and how, you know, trauma affects us in many ways, I think. So I think it's very fascinating. Thank you for that. And how people can reach out to you? They can reach out to me through my blog, eatyourgreenbananas.com. It's a blog mostly on microbiome, but there's a contact form there and they can reach out to me. And Dr. Ismail, for all parents that listen in to you and adults and all audience, what last maybe tip you can give to us? I would like to advise you to understand that you will get past any trauma or life-changing event and that it's important to pay attention to your feelings, your gut feelings and your intuition and build that intuition, but also understand that we learn from the past, not be too hard on ourselves and move forward from there. Thank you very much. There's so many valuable advices and we really appreciate for your time. Thank you very much, Dr. Ismail, for being on our show. Definitely for entire audience, connect with Dr. Kiba Ismail, a double board certified pediatrician. She's an expert in diabetes, microbiome, trauma, and eatyourgreenbananas.com. Thank you, Dr. Ismail. Thank you so much, Dr. Schaefer, for having me. Thank you for being with us on the Dr. Connect show. Do you have a question, an idea for a topic? 
Or would you like to share your experience or expertise? Go to the website, thedoctorconnect.org and click the button, submit the question. You can either submit your question or if you want to share your medical journey or health wellness story, simply type, I want to share and we will reach out to you. And don't forget to follow up us on social media and join and subscribe our YouTube channel, The Doctor Connect. We are super excited to have you on this journey with us. Thank you for watching and listening, and we are looking forward to seeing you in the next one. Thanks for listening to The Doctor Connect podcast. If you like what you heard, please take a moment to leave us a rating and let us know what you think. Do you have a question, an idea for a topic, or would you like to share your experiences or expertise? Reach out to Dr. Ludmilla Schaefer at thedoctorconnect.org. And don't forget to follow Dr. Schaefer on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Check out the show notes for all the links. Thanks again for listening. We look forward to connecting with you soon.